Five. Rutledge is an idiot guy. Challenge in. We need to do everything we can to keep Holiday trade Chris Middleton. We are asking you, would you trade James Harden for Drew Holiday? We're looking at that specific trade because that was thrown out by Bill Simmons. And I don't think that's a trade that anyone would do. But I am curious to we take the temperature of Bucks fans out there because I do think Milwaukee needs to do something. That would be pretty dramatic. It would be a major risk that could pay off to a massive level. I mean, if James Harden was in the playoffs what he is in the regular season, then the Bucks should do this trade because James Harden is a bucket in the regular season. In the playoffs, he is very up and down. He is Matt Hamilton. I am Jim Rutledge. This is the Rutledge and Hamilton takeover of Wilde and Tausch. You can get into the show, 844-770-3776. Alex Stroff behind the glass. And we're live from the Everlight Solar Studio. Matt Hamilton. Yeah. Uh, you know what I think we need on the Bucks? Like, regular season guy. We don't need a regular season guy. We make, we're making the playoffs. We're a team that gets there. We need a playoff guy. We yeah, need someone who steps up biggest in the biggest moments in the playoffs because, honestly, I think we if Middleton was healthy or, or Holiday was healthy and the other was injured and we had Giannis and Middleton or Giannis and Holiday, I'm pretty sure just the two of them could get you to the playoffs. We just need a guy. We need a who, playoff guy. You need a guy what who can step up. Well, Jim was saying, Harden, if he could bring what he brings in the playoffs – or what he brings to the regular season into the playoffs, the Bucks could be because he yeah. had games that no Bucks player not named Giannis has had since Ray Allen. But he doesn't do that every game. Absolutely, every game there are players in the NBA who have better numbers in the playoffs. There's like Dame Willard, Luca does Dame, better in the playoffs. You named two guys who weren't in the playoffs this year. What they have to be in the playoffs this year to be to do better in the playoffs? In I'm their just career? saying, but like Luca's been in the league like three years. I think he's been in the playoffs one time. But I get your point. I don't. I don't think Dame's gotten the playoffs a lot either. Like you, there's plenty. He say Chris he, Middleton. Chris Middleton has been consistently more effective in the playoffs than James Harden when he's been healthy, which is the issue with him, right? right. And we talked about it yesterday. I think there's a comp between Bakhtiari, David Bakhtiari, the Packers, and Chris Middleton of the Bucks. In terms of when they're on the field slash court, they're effective. They're awesome. But the big question is, are they going to be on the court or the field? Right. And so, I mean, look. And as Matt's trying to feverishly look up Luca and Dame, Luca two years ago had a deep playoff run. Uh, Harden for here's a text from Dan and Tosa. Harden for Bledsoe. I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> Nobody Bledsoe doesn't play on the team anymore. But uh, he says, "Hell to the no." Harden takes time off when he wants to. Struggles with his weight. Can't defend uh, a wall from a layer of paint. Bledsoe is so the opposite. What is going on here? I think he means Drew I think, Holiday. I, I think what's happening is he's screwing Drew Holiday up with the former quarterback Drew Bledsoe. No, I think he's thinking of uh, wasn't. Well, well, he's, there's yes, a Bledsoe, he's Eric Bledsoe. That's yeah. what I think he's but, getting mixed up with. But I think uh, the, the confusion is because Drew Bledsoe, the quarterback, All right. has the same eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Is Dan Atosa conflating <laughs> Eric Bledsoe and Drew Holiday, or is he mixing up? Drew Bledsoe and Drew Holiday, and Drew, Drew Holiday, Holiday and Eric Bledsoe. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think it's a combination. You think of it's three. all those things? Yeah. I think he's just accidentally saying Eric Bledsoe. I don't know, Dan. Let us know. <laughs> but I get your point. And look, it's fair. I wouldn't do the trade. I would not do the trade. But James Harden also has had games in the playoffs that would rival what some of the top players ever do in a game. But he's not consistently there, so I would not take that. Because remember, James Harden. Going down against the Bucks was one of the major issues that hurt uh, Brooklyn in that series. So he can be a complimentary player. I just don't think the juice is worth the squeeze on it in the idea it's too much of a risk. 
that if I was going to move someone and Dana Tosa chimes in, it's holiday. So we do have the, the right guy here. Um, 920 chimes in. Hi, this is Devin from Milwaukee. Bruce Brown said he was a great teammate, James Harden, in Brooklyn, and that the locker room fell apart after James left. And then reports in Philly this year said Harden was the glue that kept that locker room together. I think any chance for Milwaukee to try to get James would have to be surrounding a sign and trade with Chris Middleton. And now, Devin, that part is I would listen to that more because Chris's injury history, and I would like to pause this conversation. Everyone's freaking out. I am in the camp that Chris is good, but he has missed a lot of time with injury. And I know he played great when he came back from injury last year, but then he ended the year injured again and had to have off-season knee surgery, I believe. So I am very much a fan of how great Chris Middleton is, but I am concerned about how much athleticism, in theory, did he lose with the knee injuries, and and, and with the I mean, obviously the the wrist is not as much an issue. So is he the same player? Can he stay on the court? And he is, I think, a little younger than Drew and James, but at the same time, doesn't necessarily have the body with the injuries. It's a concern. You could plug James in, and by all accounts, good locker room guy. Drew Holiday, here's where it works. I'll, I'll put this out there. And Alex and anyone else listening, 844-770-3776. Drew Holiday, I think we all can agree, gets exhausted in the playoffs because he has to bring the ball up, run the offense, and defend the best player. Yeah. That is exhausting. And Chris Middleton, in his prime, the one year the Bucks won the title, he got it done, and he got the baskets when Giannis was too defended and he needed someone to go get you a basket. James Harden, I think, is still a better playmaker than Chris Middleton. He's not the same defender, but he is a better playmaker. So if you were going to plug and play, James Harden can bring the ball up. He's not a point guard, but he can bring the ball up. He could facilitate, take some pressure off Drew, and then that way Drew on offense can not have to be as the guy who's trying to like facilitate. That's exhausting. So then he can focus his energy on defense and get buckets when he can and let James be the offensive guy. That all works in theory, but it still goes back to the playoffs. I just don't trust James anymore in the playoffs. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> we're we're already a team that's what, what was our average last year? Twenty nine and point four years old, something like that. Yeah, oldest was, team in the NBA entering the season. It was. Yeah, I just feel like youth, especially like uh, unless we're truly just thinking like winning the next year or two, and then we can continue to like start looking at a rebuild thing, maybe, but. You can can't rebuild with Giannis. You can, you have to infuse, reshuffle, you yeah. can infuse youth, though. Maybe not necessarily yeah, like rookies, but you might be able to get some guys to help them out and keep this like all-star kind of team alive without continually getting older. Because I just I don't know if we run it back, we can expect the Bucks to have a better finish. I think there's something that needs to be done this year to give the Bucks that like edge going forward. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Would you trade? Uh, for James Harden, whatever that trade would be, or would you make? Is there a different trade you have in mind for the Milwaukee Bucks? Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Zach Lowe yesterday uh, was talking in general on the Zach Lowe podcast on ESPN. He's an ESPN uh, NBA insider. He was talking on his podcast that the idea was for Zach Levine for Chris Middleton, and he said it didn't make sense for either side to do that trade. But the Bucks, the the quote that stood out to me was they needed an injection of like youth and athleticism. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a fair statement. Do the Bucks need a? Do you agree with that? Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Do the Bucks need an infusion of athleticism and youth? I agree with that, and I would be open to trading 
players, even more established players, are letting more established players go. I don't want to name names just because it's. I have to see how they put it all together. I'll give the 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 keys, the horse. He's earned it. But could they turn a player like Brooke or Chris in a sign and trade into maybe it's seventy five cents on the dollar? But that seventy five cents is five, you know, four or five years younger than the players I have there, and that could reset your clock a little bit with Giannis because Giannis I think is twenty eight. So you do you're right in his prime. You don't want to take a, you don't want to take a step backwards. But if we all trust John Horst, which I think we should, then I think we have to hope that he has a plan here to somehow stay right at the top of the East while getting a little bit younger. And I'm guessing it's going to do with more reshuffling the pieces behind the Bucks' big three. Right. But maybe there's a big move out there. Would you want a big move or a reshuffle? I, I don't think the Bucks necessarily need a big move. I would love to see something. Like, if they wanted to go nuts... Oh, man, like Van Vliet, he's out there, right? Van Vliet? Yeah, so you'd like trade. You'd have to trade a Middleton or, yeah, or, Drew. or Drew. Yeah. May, I mean, I, Fred Van Vliet, Rockford native, Toronto Raptors. Yep. I don't think I would hate that. Again, I. Hold on, hold on. Did you just throw in a Rockford native? Yeah. It's Wisconsin it's not adjacent. That, not, not that close. It's Wisconsin adjacent. It's really? It's pretty close. I, I just guess I've never heard you allude to somebody for, uh, that's out of state as a native. Well, he's native of Rockford. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong by any means. <laughs> but uh, anyway, go ahead, Matt. Sorry. I feel like when they played, I feel like I saw that every time. That caught my ear for, yeah. for a weird reason. Right. I just think the most likely scenario would be a reshuffle. I, I don't hate the idea. I'm like you in horse we trust because we got a championship in the last couple of years. Well, I'll take that. Uh, especially with the 50-year drought that the Bucks were going through. So whatever he wants to do is fine. Like I, I, I'm going to believe that it's going to work, but I think something needs to happen. Like I, I don't think just a new coach with a new scheme is necessarily enough. I think we need to get a little more youth on this, uh, on this squad. So I kind of think a reshuffle would be my preference, but I don't know. 844-770-3776. Do you prefer a... Reshuffle or a big move from the Milwaukee Bucks? 844-770-3776. Free agency uh, begins here at uh, I believe 5 o'clock Central Time today. So moves could start happening sooner than later. Chris Middleton, he turned down his player option. I'm sure the Bucks and Chris are working hard towards getting something done. The Brooke Lopez is a name that Wojnowski, Adrian Wojnowski from ESPN throughout yesterday, could be a major target of the Houston Rockets. Yeah. And look, Brooks, he has his ring now, and he loves Milwaukee, but he could go get one more payday and be a leader on the Rockets team and live in Houston and pay no income tax. So and I wouldn't fault him at all. I want him back, but I'm not going to fault anyone, and especially once you get those rings, sometimes people are like, I got my ring, I want to try something different in my career and make boatloads of money. Yeah. No, absolutely, and I wouldn't wouldn't blame him one little bit because Houston... Houston's in full rebuild right now. Like, it, it just kind of depends on what Brooke wants. If Brooke thinks that he's got one ring and that's all he needs and money's most important now, then, yeah, Houston's the play. But if he does think that getting another ring is something he'd prefer in his career, you'd have to take a long, hard look at it and think, do I think I can do it somewhere else? Or is this Milwaukee team my best opportunity to get a second ring? And it might be. 
We are going to talk a little bit about the NFL next. Matt Hamilton had some spicy graves that were brought up <laughs> on Wilde and Tausch, I think, last week. So we'll get into some of the position groups uh, for the Green Bay Packers. We'll do all that next. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. This is Wilde and Tausch, presented Rutledge is an idiot guy. Asked the question, who has more trade value, Holiday or Drew? He just says he just wants the best player available. Kyle LaPon chimes in with the Bulls. When they had Jordan, they changed out the role players, which is definitely one way to do it. The Bulls, remember, were never a big three. They had Jordan and Pippen, and then they changed out the role players. Horace Grant for Dennis Rodman, Steve Kerr, John Paxson, a bunch of players, two Hall of Famers and a bunch of other guys, two Hall of Famers in the prime and a bunch of guys around Jordan and Pippen there is how they did it in Chicago. Uh, the 608 chimes in. Why would we make any huge moves when we've been so close? A small shuffle is all we need. I agree with that. No, 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 you do not. Well, they I lost in the first round of the eight seed, and they fired their head coach. Can I finish That's my... That's not a small change. Can I, can I finish? <laughs> they're changing the entire identity. Of course they're going to make changes. Can I finish my sentence? Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> my point, though, is they have to do something to safeguard against the question marks, specifically Chris Middleton's health. Right. If they bring back Brooke Lopez and they bring back Middleton and Drew and they reshuffle, specifically get Grayson Allen out of here, uh, and reshuffle the the players in, in the as far as on the bench and get youthful and get some shooting in there, I think that could be enough. But you have to have something real behind Chris Middleton. Yeah. Like someone that is healthy, that can play. I think you almost need to account for Chris Middleton not playing a full season. And realistically, the type of guy that I think you almost need is like a Jamal Crawford type back in the day, of which is basically, and Tyler Hero is getting paid a ton of money now, which he's basically the same player. So I don't know if you can find this guy, but like a guy who can get you buckets. It's like a six man, like a really good six man, but like, who also could come in and play. Like, so right. that like in in this scenario that could bring the ball up or be the scorer, so Drew can focus on defense. So in the and specifically for the playoffs, just a guy to get you some buckets in the playoffs and then go back sit on the bench. Maybe they can't even defend. I just need someone. To, you just want someone youthful that can get you some buckets, especially. If Chris gets hurt, Jay Crowder was on a bucket getter. I mean, Grayson, in the regular season, if he's open, he get you a bucket. And then, right. like, he'll dunk once uh, once a quarter of a season. And, <laughs> like, uh, and maybe drive to the basket. I mean, Coddington's, again, a nice winning ball player. But we said this before on our show here, and this is Rutledge and Hamilton. We're presented by Coors Light. Matt, even at 1020, if the mountains are blue, you know what to do. And that's crush. Of course, like we're live from the Everlight Solar Studio. You can get into the show eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Do you want the Bucks to reshuffle or make a major move? But even an example of like Connington's a guy that look at Miami Heat. They let that guy go and get paid somewhere else, and they replace him with another player who was an undrafted player that you find like a winning team paying this kind of money has to constantly find players at the bottom of the roster that they can churn over, which is way easier said than done. I'm not saying, yeah. like, oh, everyone should just do what Miami did, but why is Miami successful? They have, what, three or four guys who are either second-round picks or undrafted free agents that were contributing? Right. And you yeah, have yeah. to figure out how to get that to happen sooner than later. And that's going to be on uh, Adrian Griffin, who I, I'm a big fan of. I like this hire. But they have to figure out how to get some of these young guys to contribute, and they have to find some of these uh, bench players to contribute as well. Not and- to mention just getting used to and f- like finding that uh, that team system on defense and offense that works best for your guys. Like Griffin's got an idea of what he wants to run, 
but he's going to have to tweak it based on ability and talent that he's going to like see I, in this off season and in the in the early parts of the regular season. We're going to see like adjustments early because it's going to take some time to see, for Adrian Griffin to see what he has in these Bucks players. And look, this is why he's a defensive minded coach, former NBA player. That's why I brought in Terry Stotts, who in Portland with their guy Dame. Ran one of the best offenses in the NBA year in and year out. They couldn't get over the the hump a couple years ago when they were rolling with with Stotts and and Dame. But Stotts is a as a assistant coach on this team is a big win, and hopefully he can help as well. To that point, Mike Madison chimes in. He thinks they lost because they're out coached by Spolstra. Uh, again, this is the question. You'll, I mean, see, you'll see how much Horst Blank puts on Budenholzer as opposed to the players with how many of the players he brings back. Yeah, if he runs it back, then he's saying Budenholzer just didn't use him right. Yeah, he had the tools. I'm giving this guy the tools, and I think he's going to use them properly. It's interesting. That that will be, I think, a slight uh, insight into that. But the Bucks have moves to make. I hope that. I honestly, I'm leaning towards just re- reshuffling the role players. Of try to move some of those guys out, bring in some more athleticism, bring in some more shooting, a little bit more youth if you can, even sacrificing some experience that hopefully through the season they get more and they get better. But uh, I do think that there is a lot of opportunity for this Bucks team to take a step forward without having to move off the big three. Maybe even bring back Brooke, 844 Let's get out to Z and D. Hey, Z. <laughs> How's it going, Z? How's it going? So, howdy. Um, so, I'm not a big fan of Middleton. I understand his game, but getting older, seems like injuries have been a problem here a little bit. So, I'm not resigning Middleton unless it's a really friendly deal. But I think he's going to get his money somewhere else. But I'm signing Brooke, but I'm not signing him super long. I'm thinking a one-and-one deal with, like, options there. And then... Where I'm going, I'm thinking Dante DiVincenzo with Golden State. I think you can get him around. I think last year he signed for 4.5 mil. Bet you can get him for 8 mil this time. And then you can, or Dennis Schroeder of Los Angeles wouldn't be a bad one. Um, solid three point player. I think he'd be able to help out being a guard, helping out with True as well. So, so I mean, there's some couple young guys that go out after um, Malik Beasley, too, wouldn't be a bad option. But, I mean,. I'm saying you got to. Gra- I think you grab one to two young guys under 30, and then you got to figure out what you're going to do from two years from now. Maybe grab a, someone in the draft. But that's the thing. I don't really have many draft picks uh, coming up with trading for Drew and then trading what four second round draft picks for what's his face Jay Crowder. So yeah, no, they're they're thin uh, on being able to add second round draft picks. But I think there is a case to be made. And again, I'm pointing to maybe the uh, uh, the uh, exception approves the rule. Miami found guys. Max Struess was on Chicago and a few other teams and didn't get an opportunity. Their coaching staff, and this is really if Griffin this is a big ask, but if he if he is everything that Giannis because he obviously loved him and this coaching staff hopes he can be, then he is a guy that can get more out of Bochamp, who's already on this roster. Maybe right. some of those rookies give you some minutes. Uh, the, the guys they drafted this year, nothing major, but you're still going to need some vets mixed in there. But I am kind of tired of the Jay Crowders, and I know he's a good NBA player, but again, an older guy, I, I and I know they bring like that dog in them, but I just need something 
different with this team, but not changing out. I don't think I need to change out the, the big three or even the big four, ideally. Let's get out to Ron in the key, 844-770-3776. Ron, what's going on? Um, one thing that, like, just not just your listeners or Wilde and Tausch listeners, the only money that, that Middleton money can be spent on, the only place that can be spent is on Middleton. Yeah. So people need to stop thinking, let's, not, let's use that salary and get something else or what you can't. So use it on Chris and hope that cleaning out a knee makes him back to the other Chris that people don't appreciate. The guy that guarded Kevin Durant, the guy that scored toe-to-toe, not Giannis, Chris did with Kevin Durant in the fourth quarter of that game. The guy that got them to Giannis coming back. If he's not there, hey, that sucks because then we ain't gonna, you know, we're not gonna go as far. But that money can't be spent because of the way contracts work in the NBA. You don't have that forty mil or whatever it is to spend anywhere else, and it ain't your money. Be happy that they'll spend it. Unlike Antonasio, spend it on Chris, spend it on Brooke, and then just hope as a top three team in the East that you try to run it back and that for four games at least out of every series. Giannis is more unstoppable than the other team's great people. Yeah, uh, thank you, Ron. Thanks thanks for the call. call. I was great. I wanted to ask him a question call. though. Good call. Is and this is the this is the million or multi million dollar question. Do how confident are you in Chris Middleton's health? If we're one hundred percent confident in it, it is to Ron's point stupid to have a conversation about moving off Chris Middleton. Right. And that's a good, very good point about the money. I was you didn't know very that? unaware of how the NBA money works. So let's I don't even up. know how the uh, NFL money so works. So in case you're, you're tuning in, you can't. Chris Milton walks. You are. It's foobar. It is bad <laughs> because if he just walks and you don't sign and trade him or anything, that money ain't coming back. It you. It's a salary slot. So all this stuff is slotted. Even Brooke, even Brook Lopez. If he walks, foobar. If he just walks, like you need. To beg and plead to get a sign and trade out of this because that's the one thing. Usually, the Bucks could still, in theory, work out a better deal for Brook, even if he wants to go to Houston and then trade him. Right. Think of uh, Kevin Durant. So Kevin Durant left the Warriors. The Brooklyn Nets had the ability just to take his contract, but the Warriors were able to work out a trade that brought, I think, D'Angelo Russell to the Warriors. and Long long story short, they ended up with uh, uh, Wiggins out of the deal. They got some picks out of the deal. They were able to move Kevin Durant, who was leaving no matter what. And that was something that they were able to kind of reconfigure their roster off of that sign-and-trade with Kevin Durant. That trade, that sign-and-trade helped them win a title. So you can be fearless like Golden State, and if it gets to that point. But, again, if the health is there for Chris, I agree not worth uh, moving off of him. Speaking of, we'll go out to Chris in Brookfield, 844-770-3776. Chris, what's going on? Hey, guys. I'm not as well into the NBA as you all are, but uh, to me, one of the things Milwaukee needs, uh, whether they keep Middleton, Holiday, or whatever, is somebody that can actually distribute the ball. We lost a lot of this past series against Miami, a number of turnovers. And the year before, the same thing between Holiday, Middleton, and Giannis bringing the ball up the corner when they start to get trapped. They throw the ball away more than any team I've seen, and they got the talent that they shouldn't be doing that. They need a, facil- a facilitator yeah. more than they need anything else. I love Drew Holiday, but, hey, he's getting older, and he plays great defense, but by the end of the season, he seems like to be 
pooped out. He doesn't seem like he's got that energy. You know, I think they should resign Middleton also. I mean, they're the only ones that can pay him that money, and that's that's the only place they can use that money. Play it again. His health issues, yeah, he's had a couple, but uh, I think he can work through that. They're not like they're this major drastic where you're going to see he's just going to keep continuing to tear up knees and everything else. And to me, there are a lot of them with fluke injuries. Yes, uh, uh, thank, thank you. you for the call, Chris. Chris hit on a point that I've been hitting on for a while. Drew Holiday, I think he just needs a break. Not like he's like he's not in shape or whatever, but he is getting older. He is one of the best. Every NBA player will tell you that Drew Holiday is one of the best defenders in the NBA. It is exhausting to play defense, and it is exhausting to run an offense. And you are asking a lot of Drew Holiday to do that, and in the playoffs even more so. He could really the Bucks could really use a guy that could handle the ball and knock down a three. Now that is every team could use that guy, but the Bucks really need another ball right. handler because then you could kick Drew over to number two and move some things around. Uh, before we get to break here, uh, Josh from Heartland chimed in with, "I think the Bucks. This is going to be chuckle. Should trade Grayson Allen and thirty second round picks for Dame." I like that trade, Josh. <laughs> thirty of them. I like that one. That's that's a good trade. I, I, I like that. That's a you know just trade into. I do that. I'm, I'm always fascinated with the NBA and how far in advance you can trade picks. Oh, it blows that, me away. I think it's only what two or three years in the NFL, but you can do like six years in advance in the NBA. Well, it's because you can't. In theory, you can't trade back to back picks, first round picks of your own. Right. So then you're, you can trade other people's first, and you have to skip a year because you can't trade two of your own. That's why they go out so far because they have the rule you can't trade well, back to back. There's only two rounds in the NBA versus seven in the NFL. Right. right. Yeah. Uh, it's fascinating to me because you know you look at like this Jay Crowder trade that was earlier alluded to. You're trading what, like a 2027 20, second round pick? I think was in there. That's absurd <laughs> yeah, to me. And, uh, it is. and I'm catching strays, which I thought Mike and Madison and he and I agreed. But instead of uh, Mike, you guys can call me Bear. Still suck, guy. Rutledge sucks. Uh, anyways, I think some small moves with a ditching co- a different coaching scheme would uh, all help put us on top again. Trade away Middleton for some young talent. Drew Holiday has to say. Well, thanks, uh, Rutledge sucks, guy. This is Rutledge and <laughs> Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Rutledge is an idiot. The songs on the radio are okay. But my taste in music is Are my shorts cool, Matt Hamilton? The tie-dye? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I like tie-dye. I like my shorts. Maybe we'll have to we're both got outfits on. Maybe we get a little bit uh who is cooler you today? Outfits on. <laughs> but these are outfits. No, it's better no. than the alternative. <laughs> no, wait. But Alex, I do think there's a difference here, uh, which does explain Alex's the way he dresses. Apparel. <laughs> that sometimes, like Alex Strofe, he just puts clothes on. And there are some days you just put clothes on. There's other days where you have an outfit. It's like the idea of golf. You wear an outfit to golf. Mm-hmm. And today you have an outfit on. you got a Brewer's jersey and a Brewer's hat on. Yep. I have an outfit on. I kind of went bold throughout. I got... Uh, like in the Yeezys on, but yeah, I have orange. Which, but they have like an orange, like a bright orange uh, splash on those. Yep. And then I have fluorescent yellow socks. My shorts have the orange in the shorts, and they have fluorescent orange in them. But it's a tie dye mix, and so that is the bold part of it. I got a a t shirt on, which is pretty meh. But I thought, hey, I'm so bold from the waist is that down. A Bears shirt. It is Big Mac, the no big, cheese. Yeah, big Khalil Mac. Yeah, but got it's it. a very like subdued shirt. It's basically a blue yeah. shirt. So I tried to like you know you can't go crazy top to bottom you got mixed up so this was an outfit of choice 
Strofe is rocky. You look great because you're wearing your Iron Jock uh, long sleeve there. And uh, Iron Jock, our poll question today. Matt, I know you love Iron Jock as well. And so Strofe is wearing his Iron Jock shirt with uh, his shorts. Basically, Strofe is just radio guy today. Like He dresses as like radio guy. I just find whatever clothes that I, I can get, and I just put them on. You say that like a neg- negative no. as a guy that's currently talking on the radio. Yeah, but I don't trust like a radio guy. But I don't know what that means, Jim. I'm you. just wearing a long sleeve t-shirt and some shorts. What's wrong with that? Nothing's wrong with it. You just dress like a radio He's guy. He's just saying there's a difference between putting on clothes what do you and want having me? enough in a full freaking suit. I don't what? want you in anything. I want you to wear whatever you want to wear. And well, I I'm do. just saying that thanks you're not... For, thanks for paying attention. But you, you pointed out like outfit. I didn't say you're wearing clothes, Matt Hamilton. I'm wearing clothes. We are wearing outfits. It's a fit. That's where the term fit comes I from, Alex Strozer. Oh, today, is, today is National Whoa. Outfit of the Day Day. No, it's not. I swear on my life. <laughs> no, so I, think, I, think, I think you should. I think you should. Well, it's National OOTD Day, which stands for Outfit of the Day. So okay. I think, think you need to uh, make a TikTok of your outfit. Uh, all right, we fit can share. check. Yeah, but that's. Do you understand that fit check came from? Outfit, right? Well, obviously. But not man. clothes. Again, outfit is different than clothes, is my main All right. Well, I think since you're a big TikTok guy in your 40s, I think you should make it. I think you should make a fit check on your TikTok at Rutledge Gym or at Jim Rutledge, whatever it is. I don't even know what it is. Uh, <laughs> you're a big TikTok guy, though. I am. I love TikTok. It's great. I don't have to spend my all my time trying to find some random video on, on like, we're trying to find the Sarah Walsh video about the NFL Network thing. We're digging through YouTube. We're trying to Twitter. Twitter is obviously a dumpster fire, worst place on earth at this point. And so, like, you can't find anything that's a clean link. I type it in on TikTok, boom, Sarah Walsh's rant is ready to go. I find it immediately. There you go. You can just find the videos you're looking for instantly. It really uh, makes my life a lot easier as a guy that hosts a radio show, not a radio guy like Alex Show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why are you just letting him bully me? Step in here. Because he also knows why are you offended by it. You are a radio guy. You love radio. You absolutely love it. I do. That's true. So why? what's offensive about it? He's not offended when I say golf wasn't cool. You're saying in an offensive way. No, I'm not. I'm just saying you're you're radio. You have no idea how to dress yourself. No, but you don't. But you don't. I'm not denying. Right, but you don't care. So what does it matter? Like I'm not. At your age, I too dressed like a radio guy. You're wearing a T-shirt. I'm going camping the second that, this show is done. That implies Khalil Mack is still a Chicago Bear. <laughs> oh, I can't wear shirts. Has it been for what? Two, I three can't years? wear shirts that I just have to throw them away when a player goes. Yeah. All right. Uh, Get rid of it. I still got my Rogers jersey. As do I. Yeah. <laughs> nice try though. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. You just you just in your feelings, man. You're radio. You love radio. You got a WBA, don't you? I do have a WBA. Tell us about your WBA, because I'm just so impressed. Tell us about it. All right. So I really am impressed. So by it. WBA stands for the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association, mm-hmm. which I know you're a huge fan of. I mean, someday I'll get an award. Someday. And I won the award for large market play by play. Ooh, large market play by play. So like you beat out like like all the big dogs? We've already done this bit. Not in Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I beat out Homer. You beat out Homer. There you go. So you, th- you think you're better than Homer, then? That's not what I said. You I, just said you beat out Homer. Wh- whoever Someone awarded for him. Whoever, yeah. whoever decided the award said that. I did not say that. I am not on the Marquette Radio Network. That is true. But uh, so congratulations on your. Uh, did you uh, did you top Willie in the social media personality thing too? I did. Yeah. How many social media? Fo- you must have like hundreds of thousands then, right? Nope. How many? Uh, what are you asking? How many Twitter followers do you have? Uh, I don't know, uh-huh. like two thousand something. And how many does Willie have? 
A lot more than that. Like 40,000? <laughs> yeah. Wow, you must have been like just precise. You're like a surgeon with your tweets. Yeah, that's me, man. Really strategic about them. I just don't. I, I literally tweet the words like, oh my God, during a Packers game. I know you do. <laughs> that's what I got going for me. <laughs> it's a great follow. What's your follow? So if you, I mean, you were second place, uh, Wisconsin Broadcast Association, social media personality, large market. Yep. So what, like, what's your, what's your social? Radio guy? <laughs> great question, Jim. What's your social handle? Oh, uh, at Alex Stroll. It's my name. Uh, underscore. I'm an underscore guy. Oh, underscore guy. So how do you spell your name? Jeez. I want to make sure people get it. A no the stroke part. E X underscore S T R O U F as in friends. There you go. Like you and I. WBA like they don't just hand those out. I mean that is a radio can we just, guy. Can we just play trivia? Call her ten. Is that what we're doing next? And then Jason Wilde going to join us at eleven o'clock after trivia. How about Fantastic. That? So call number ten. Oh, 10. I love in trivia. Honor of Jordan Love. So call number 10 in honor of Jordan Love, 844-770-3776. Call number 10 gets to play trivia. Woo! 844-770-3776. This is Rutledge and Hamilton filling in for Wilde and Tausch. Rutledge and Hamilton, we have taken over Wilde and Tausch. We're presented by Coors Light, Jim Rutledge, and Olympic gold medalist Matt Hamilton with you. And we're going to play some trivia. Are we ready? Let's play. <laughs> so I go now? you got to introduce oh. the contestant. All right. What are we doing here? All right. Well, I don't know. You said I say we play trivia. All right. Tucker and Wausau, first time contestant. I think this is the first time I've hosted trivia. So, Tucker, we both can do this together. Matt Hamilton absolutely loves trivia, so he is... Uh, chuffed to be doing this. Yes. Like, this is the only thing he's cared about all day today, obviously. So, Tucker, <laughs> uh, are you ready to play? Oh, absolutely. Awesome. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be incredibly disappointed with you if you don't get the answer to this first one here. Who on this show has won an Olympic gold medal in curling? Jim Rutledge, Matt Hamilton, or Alex Stroff? Oh, boy. I believe it's Matt Hamilton. There you go. There you go, Matt. Matt would have quit. He would have gone home crying. Yeah, I'd have left. You'd have gotten one question wrong, and that would have been it. Segment over. As an, as an avid curler myself in Wausau, I mean, it'd be disappointing if I got that wrong, too. Nicely done. <laughs> yeah, and apparently the Wausau Curling Club is pretty new. It's they, We call it the Taj Mahal of curling right now. It's like a, it's a beautiful, beautiful building. So congratulations on you for curling there. Have you curled there before yet? Have you? I have curled in the new uh, building twice. I'm... I used to curl the fairgrounds in the old building in the summer. Literally, mm-hmm. the curling club, they used to like do like auctions for like chickens and cows and pigs. Like in the summer, and then they just put sand down and freeze it in the winter. It was a very different feel from the new Wausau Curling Club to the old Wausau Curling Club. Yeah, I played a couple mm-hmm. Badger State games up there. Uh, so, question two, moving on with trivia. Uh, which one of these Wisconsin cities is currently hosting the U.S. Senior Open Golf Championship? First answer, A, Kohler. B, Stevens Point. Or C, Sheboygan Falls. He's in Wausau. He better get this. Yeah, just 30 minutes south. I'm a proud alumni of the town. Stevens Point. That is right. All right, Jimmy. <laughs> Since I love trivia, I'm taking the third question. Uh, question number three. For the sweep, which one of these... Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> which one of these former Badgers 
was selected in the 2023 NHL draft this week. We have A, Brody Toledo, B, Grady Cincinnati, or C, Brady Cleveland. From Wausau, Wisconsin, Brady Cleveland. You guys, this was almost tailored to me today, I feel like. (laughs) It honestly turned out to be tailored to Wausau. Congratulations. Tucker and Wausau. Tucker and Wausau. Come on. The guy's a big curly fan. You called him by the wrong name. Or he thinks you called him Taylor. You know, no, Taylor made for Wausau. Gotcha. You sorry, said Taylor I, and Wausau. Yeah. I said oh, I meant Taylor gotcha. made sorry. for Wausau. I'm gotcha. sorry. Gotcha. Sorry. <laughs> well done, Tucker. And now you find out your fate, as it is Friday. I've got the magic chips. We get to pull a winner. Do you want to come in here and do it? Yes, I do. Yeah, I know. You can. Come on in. Matt Hamilton making his way from the Everlight Solar See, Studio to the control room. The thing room. is, like, he loves this segment, but is he ever up at 10.52 in the morning? Do they do this later usually? Relax, because hold on. We're not there yet. Relax. Relax. Come here. Have you ever spoken into this microphone before? You guys are Bruce Springsteen over there. No, only when I said I didn't want to do the sports center. Okay. <laughs> All right. So now we draw a winner. I've got a bunch of chips here. Would you like a drum roll while you select it? Okay, talk into the microphone, Matt. Matt, microphones is how people hear you. The winner is... Microphones are how people hear you. Number two. So, Chad in Sun Prairie. I believe that's Scuba Chad in Sun Prairie. Your winner of the ESPN. Is that what they... Jesse, come here. Jesse. What the hell is Jesse Nelson doing here? What, what, what do they win if they win? An ESPN Wisconsin prize pack. All right, there you have it. Uh, congrats to Scuba Chad. Great stuff there, Jim. Hey. Really well done. Jesse Nelson also, also dressed like a radio guy. So there you go. You dress, <laughs> you're, you're a future Jesse Nelson, <laughs> Alex Joe. Awesome. Couldn't someday, be more happy someday. about that. Does Jesse have any WBAs, Wisconsin Broadcaster Association Awards? No? No, I beat him, too. Oh, wow. You just crushed everyone back there. Oh, I love Willie and Tosh trivia. <laughs> I know you do. What is it that you love so much about trivia? Uh, I just like to see if I know things. And you normally don't I things. don't. I know, but it's still fun because when I do, it's like it's like golf. I'm going to hit the ball probably 85 to 90 times in my round. I'm going to have about eight of those are going to be absolutely amazing, heroic shots. So that's the same thing with with trivia like if i get one of three but it's a good question and i feel in it that's gonna make me want to come back for the next one it's like that like i said in golf you hit that one good shot that makes you want to come back the next time do you think you do better than brust and are you smarter than ben brust i think I, would. Brust? I do think i would and i do like that segment a lot but i know how hard it is when that clock's ticking it changes things when i'm sitting in my car listening to scal's own brust and doing the are you smarter than i am way better because we have our own game, that minute to win it. I'm terrible at our own game, minute to win it, because I just get nervous when that clock starts ticking. All right, I want to talk about this. Uh, Scal- or Bruss, not Scalzo. They definitely lose if they had Scalzo on the team. They are playing in the second alumni charity challenge at Summerfest, and Ben Bruss is playing in it. Uh, we're going to raise some money. Greg Gard was on the other day to talk about it. For the Boys and Girls Club of uh, Green Bay is one of the organizations that have an opportunity to win some money. Guarding Against Cancer, obviously, is one of the guards for it. Autism Society for UW-Milwaukee. And uh, Nicole Ellis. Nicole Foundation Ellis for Foundation for Marquette. So... 
obviously we want all those uh, great charities to win money, but yeah. I want us to pick it right now. Do we oh. think that the Badger basketball alumni team can win this? Uh, this is too small for me to read, so go ahead and give me the teams here. Yeah, I'll, I'll run you through them. Um, let's start with the Golden Eagle basketball alumni. Friend of show, our guy Travis Diener captains that team with Steve Novak and Chloe Murado just wrapped up her uh, her senior season for the Golden Eagle ladies. Ooh, that's a tough... Like, obviously, Chloe's going to be probably one of the better players out there. Oh, She's sure. fresh off a of yeah. plane, so that's really tough. And Diener and Novak are kind of like one of those guys that, as long as they're in shape, because I've seen some guys who can shoot, they get out of shape, and they can't play anymore, so, like, that doesn't work. But, like, as long as they're in shape, those dudes can, I mean, shooting stays forever. So that that right now is the hell of a squad. For UW-Green Bay, a guy I covered for, for three years, Carrington Love. He was the point guard of those teams that had Kiefer Sykes and, uh, and Alec Brown and Alfonso McKinney back in the day. Okay. For Green Bay, Ramon Fletcher, maybe the greatest Phoenix of all time. And then I don't know the last guy, Bry Quist Perrine, I think is how you say that. Yeah, clearly. I don't you know, know who that is. Uh, the Badger basketball alumni, captained by our very own Ben Brust, joined by Trevon Hughes and Brevin Pritzel. Uh, okay, I like that team. Yeah. Uh, I, do, I do like that team. All of them can shoot. Trayvon's got that clutch gene, too. Yeah, and Trayvon Hughes was fun to watch. Yeah, I, I think he I, he's a hell of a player for the Badgers. I think he'd do really well in a three-on-three tournament as well. This, this side up here, here's Milwaukee. And then Milwaukee, Ronnie Jones, Ed McCants, Torrey Johnson. All right, I think it's fair to say, in all due respect to Milwaukee and Green Bay, it's going to be a disappointment if it doesn't end up uh, the Golden Eagles versus the Badger basketball. I'll tell team. you what, Carrington Love can shoot. I actually sat next to him at a movie theater once. Yeah, total, just a random side note. Um, I, I, but I would think Marquette and Wisconsin are going to go after it. I agree. Yeah, I mean, yeah, again, the other teams are good players on there, but uh, Marquette is is tough, mainly because I mean, again, Chloe's fresh off playing, right, and uh, Pritzel's. About as far removed or pretty close to as far removed as Ben. And I know Ben plays a lot. And Ben is a hell of a basketball yeah, I mean, player. We Ben's saw him play at the Seals. Ben's coming off a championship win of his pickup league basketball game. I don't know. Whatever. He plays wow. pickup basketball and he's the champ. So yes. I like that. I, that I think it's that. Wisconsin. I think Brust is in good shape They're right now. They're going to run it back. Huh? They won last year. Yep. I think Trayvon Hughes is super clutch, just like you said. And uh, I actually watched the Badgers play, and I never watched any of these other players go. Well, I've got good news. Yeah. If you want live coverage, I'm giving it to you tonight, 4 to 6. I'm filling in on Scouts on Brust. We're going to be watching this thing live, Brian D. and I. All right. So, oh, we'll, wow. so pass along to Brust that we believe in him. Because right, here's the I other will. part of it. I can't speak for Trayvon or Brevin or anyone else playing. And I mean this is a good way for Ben. Like he cares. Like when we played oh, an yeah. Easter Seals basketball thing, he which cares is just more for than charity, anyone else on the court. He cared more than anyone else out on the court, and I think in this case too, he cares more than anyone else out there. Like he wants to win. Like I think he's, he's in like it to me win. when he plays a game, especially a game that you're supposed to be good at. Like, like if I go out curling against you, Jim, there's no way I'm going to let you stick around because I'm the gold medalist and yeah. you're somebody who doesn't curl. Right. Like, Ben, not that he's playing against people that don't, but this is his game. People expect him to play well, so Ben just is going to try hard. I love it. I think they're going to do it. And he can play. So I'm not saying he's just to try hard, like, right. but he can play, and he's going to try very hard. So we're going to go, and we're in Madison here, so we're going to go with uh, the Badger basketball team there of Pritzel, Hughes. And Hughes is one of my favorite players to watch. So is Brust. Pritzel, not on that level, but a good basketball player. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to go with that group there. And this is uh, Rutledge and Hamilton. We are taking over Wilding Tausch for today, but Wildy couldn't stay away. <laughs> He's going to join us at the top of the hour. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light.